husband wakes up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Well, hello there, podcasters. Hello. Great to have you. Uh, yeah, great to have your ears. Mm. Thank you for your ears or maybe your ear. <laughs> I don't know what your situation is. You reckon you're one of those cool people and you just listen in one ear? I think you were suggesting maybe they'd lost an ear in some sort of horrific accident. Oh, possibly with that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they are, they're like a DJ, you know, they put one of their headphones mm-hmm. back, they just listen on one side. Maybe they're a Van Gogh cosplayer. <laughs> 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 Taking it to the extreme. I want to go and see that exhibition. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. Mm. Did you get invited to that? Van Gogh Live. Van Gogh Live. You walk through it, don't mm. you? I don't know if I got invited. Uh, it was opening night last Thursday. I couldn't go have, to it. Might have deleted the email. <clears throat> I've been I'll, bad lately with my emails. I've been very selective. <laughs> Here's one for you. Mm. Very off topic, mm. but stay with me. Uh, I was saying last Thursday we went to a party, mm. and that's why I couldn't go. And at this party there was a type of tree, and I was trying to position my husband so that he wouldn't see the tree. It was a decoration at uh, the rooftop bar there. Right. And it is something that he's been banging on about. So we've got this tree out the front that he keeps saying is worth a lot mm-hmm. and that people want to buy it. Can I guess what type of tree it was? Yeah, you wait, wait. You can do it. And he's like, no, people want it. And I was like, cool, we'll then sell it. But he hasn't been able to buy, he hasn't been able to find a seller for it. Mm. He's so right. I'll bring He'll... it to the show tomorrow. He'll get a lot of money for it. What do you think it is that they put a decoration, which to me, I didn't think it was a decorative tree. Mm. I didn't know there was such demand for this type of tree. They are all the rage. Everybody wants them, especially potted, the olive tree. Is it an he olive tree? No. Did he tell you? No, he didn't. Swear, swear on my life, he didn't tell me. What's what with is? the olive tree? At the I side? don't know, but they're the thing at the moment. They're, it's a potted olive tree. Mm. Mm. To attract doves? No. Mm. But we've got a big one if anyone wants it. Mm. Is it in the ground at the moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's, what the, a, it's a bit but of work, though. It's a bit of work to... But if you want it, come and get it, is what I meant. Yeah, but I'm saying it's very hard mm. to get a tree out, keep it alive, and it, like, replant it. I did it with three topiary trees I had out the front. Only one of them survived because you need to, depending on the size of what the tree's at yeah, now... it's pretty big. You need to get a pretty, like, wide scope because that Is it olives system. that I could eat or is it a different type of olives? No, but I think they no, take ages olives, to olives? fruit. Right. Yeah. It's, it's mm. a pretty big one, but mm. it was at the Iris Rooftop Bar, which is a gorgeous, trendy place. Mm. So then I was, I've been saying to him, he's been banging on just about this tree. And I was like, nobody likes a tree, mate. They're not even that popular. And then mm-hmm. right there. As there it big, was. Yeah. Decorative. Was that how they were serving the I'm olives? I'm going to open this up to the show tomorrow because I want to know if anyone wants it. No, I don't know. Yeah, you just pluck the olives. That would have looked very cool. Mm. Like very cool. If you go, hey, do you want a Corona? Would you like lemon or lime? Mm. And then you turn to the tree. Yeah. Oh, dude, that would make me just, wow. Mm. So the reason for it would be is they are very slow-growing trees. Yes. Like so, an avocado tree. Mm. Like anything, the more mature a plant, the mm. more expensive they are. Mm. So um, sorry to get too nerdy on you, but things like um, Buxus hedges and things, you know how you see like yep. things with shapes? Yep. Sometimes there can be like 10 years of growth to get it to a shape. So an olive tree is saying here that it grows very, very slow. Um, the tree wood is very hard and dry and the trees themselves are long lasting and grow for thousands of years. So, Because I thought it was like a three an olive branch. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where. But why is it so popular that's now? That's um, when Noah's Ark and he released the dove to see if the land had come back and the dove came back with an olive branch in its mouth. I did not. And that's now story. it is an international sign of peace. 
There you go. A dove with an olive front. Why is olive tree so popular in Australia? But just now. It must just be there. It was like when, is it fig leaf? Mm. The fiddle fig leaf? What are they called? Oh, yeah, fig leaf. Yeah, I've got those. They're all the rage on the inside. And I've got all the elephant leaf, which you don't like, I've heard. No. You don't like my elephant leaves at the back? No, I like them, but it's just ours died Mm. and it was just hard work keeping it alive. Really? We grew them because they just sort of. Talk, did it themselves. Did you say talk among themselves? Talk among themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I don't have to go in their conversation. Mm. Anyway, if anyone wants an olive le- olive, olive plant, tree. olive mm. tree, I've got it. Righto. Make your beads now. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> so uh, Hit us up on Facebook, Stav, Abby and Matt. Uh, all right, let's get into today's podcast. Lincoln Lewis is going to join us today. We potentially are going to win $150,000 to give away tomorrow. That'll be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and a whole lot more. Let's get into it. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I will not admit to looking at your TikTok money, but I do see you repost them on Instagram. And last night you posted a trigger warning, got mm. my attention. You said, what I'm about to show you may be too much for some. You stood in front of the camera and then you stood to one side and revealed your Christmas tree is up. Uh-huh. I know, late, right? Look. <laughs> 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 You, we've spoken about this before. I hate decorations going up before the 1st of December. 1st yep. of December is when they go up. They mm-hmm. go down the 31st. But I've changed, man. I have changed. I'm a different person I was two years ago. COVID has changed me. If you want to celebrate early and look like... A festive legend. Look like someone has thrown up glitter, <laughs> then you do it. Look, you do you, okay? Can I tell you something too? Mm. That is the first Christmas tree that's going up this year. That um, is what? We brought it. That's our brand new one. Yeah. yeah. It's a seven-foot snowy aspen, it's called. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and it's pre-lit. <laughs> so yeah. all the lights are inside the Christmas oh, tree. Good. You just yeah. put three pieces together. Yeah. So that's our downstairs Christmas tree. Oh, God. We've got one that we'll put up this weekend upstairs, and we're potentially discussing a Christmas tree in, in our the, bedroom. The only person bedroom. Yeah, he, the only person I've met more <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that one day he will leave his wife for her um that likes Christmas more yeah. than Maddie yeah. is his mother-in-law. Oh really? Like oh. she loves Christmas. Her mm. dream if she wins a million dollars is to open up a Christmas store. Right, right, right. Yes. Wow. But here's the thing, Maddie. If you love Christmas so much, I do so it for much. the I do it for the children. You do it for the, the children. Exactly. No, the children. Yeah. children. And if you love Christmas so much, um I think that you should send the invite out now to Elf on the Shelf. And you should welcome Elf on the Shelf to your household mm. now because if you've already got the Christmas decorations up, then you'd want to get them bored. And I don't know about you, but sometimes in my household, Elf on the Shelf is so naughty that I wish he wasn't there. Mm. See, the problem is Elf on the Shelf is so busy at this time uh-huh. of the year. He still no, has to no, make toys. No. He's still making toys with Santa. Mm. He doesn't come until the 1st of December, sometimes the 20th of December. No. So you're saying that we should not celebrate Christmas until the 1st of December? So no, I'm just saying down. I don't want to take Elf on the Shelf away from the workshop so no. Santa gets behind 13, on his toys. 10, 60. If you would like Matt to welcome Elf on the Shelf right now and you want to see him in all his glory on every TikTok oh. every morning, Because that's 13, that's, 10, 60. If you love or hate him, either way. That's your mistake because the, putting the tree up is the call. Yes, that's a call. It's the call to the elf that your house is ready. Ready. Since when? Ever. Since, Since th- the beginning of time. It's, oh, it's the elf rules. <laughs> Since <laughs> Jesus' days? Yeah. 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 Jesus had one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in Did his he? cave. Uh, I don't know about that. Was a mirror on a shelf then? 
Yeah, um, that's that's uh, geez, he'd have to get up to some stuff, wouldn't he? The elf. Oh my god, I would love to see because if he's there for that long, he's mm. a, he's another family member. Mm. That's sixty. That's sixty days. Nearly but you a, love Christmas. Yeah. I do love Christmas a lot. No one's calling, so maybe they don't want elf on the shelf at your house. I he personally could, do. He could ride the cat. Hey, yes, yep, that would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, like a horse. Yeah. yeah. You might need a little cat saddle, though, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Elf on the Shelf would be ready to come mm. yet is what the problem is. I you think know? he's on his way. We can send the invite. 131060, should Elf on the Shelf be up right now in Maddie's house? Elf on the Shelf doesn't come every year either, you know? What 100%. are you talking about? He, he does. does. Don't be so rude. But sometimes he gets busy. No, he doesn't. You or get she. You or she get can get busy. Yes. Well, yes. What do you have in what is your, your house? The uh, the oh, we've got Alfonso. Ah, oh, nice. Mm. Yes. Ours unfortunately got trapped last year um, and didn't go back to the North Pole um, mm-hmm. because it was in a cabinet that was locked. Um, uh, so, yeah, mm. uh, Jagger luckily found him and we returned him to the North Pole ready to make all the um, mm. the Christmas. Ours followed our, us to Brooklyn last year. Did it? Yeah, really? Yeah, drive and stuff. Got really into it. Right. Yeah. I wonder if... if <laughs> If my help on I the shelf brought that attitude back, <laughs> no, you know we leave that in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If no my idea. help on the shelf comes mm. back, maybe because mm. we're friends here, Mm-mm. he'll bring your elves on the shelf because they'd all be friends. Mate, there. our Christmas tree is not up. Do not bring this in, no over to us. Mm. Just we, saying. When no. ours goes up on the first of December, he will come into our world again. <sighs> Dave in Thornlands, what do you think? Uh, I think the letters should have already gone out, Maddie. He needs to be there mm. as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Does yours, yours never goes home, Dave? No, he he, he never goes home. Um, he's actually set up a family, so he's got a wife and a child now. Oh, wow. um, and uh, they get into all sorts of places. I actually almost uh, baked them in the oven one day because I didn't see them. Oh. Uh, and it was only lucky that I had a screaming child telling me, no, the elf's in there. Mm. Oh, that's and, lucky, uh, Dave. So yeah, but no, Maddie, absolutely get 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 on it, mate. Get him in there. Right. Mm. I wonder if if ours ours is Kurt. Um, I wonder if he was single last year. I wonder mm. if he's found himself a nice lady in the last twelve months. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see if he turns up. Just invite mm-hmm. him. Yeah, they okay. probably need a holiday like <clears throat> everyone else. They just want to get out. Wait till he sees your renovations. Oh, he's yeah, he's gonna <laughs> be so. <laughs> I love what you've done with the place. <laughs> he might he might break them all up. He might ruin it. He might get a pen and draw oh, on the wall. Now, uh, actually, Alicia got into my comments last night on Instagram. The right. Ordens, Tony Orden and his wife Alicia. You'll know Tony as the Channel Seven weatherman. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think, Alicia? Should uh, Elf on the Shelf be uh, invited into Maddie's house now? Absolutely. He must, must be there by the 13th of November, which is obviously the day the Christmas tree goes up. The Adelaide pageant goes through Adelaide, the tree goes up. Here we go, another Adelaideian. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, the Christmas. Of course, my vote is December 1st, guys. All no. things Christmas then. I've worked a lot, lot of retail and had to deal with a lot of Christmas carols. Yeah. Come on, better. <laughs> so, so you, you two are on the same page. You about this every year, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely, we do. Who um, <laughs> wins? And Alicia wins. The, the term "happy wife, happy life" comes to mind. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, I've never won an argument with my wife ever, Tony. So it, and Alicia, know. I actually watched the Christmas pageant online. You can actually get it here in Queensland as well. Sorry. Okay, yeah. done. Yeah. Want to come over? Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, you can watch by yourselves. I'll yeah. head out with the boys. Is that like I a big, big parade through the city? It's a big parade, it? but it's actually they show it here on TV mm. here in Queensland. Right. Okay. Yeah. Great. Oh, now Molly joins us. Molly, you've got a an excellent concern 
involving Elf on the Shelf if he's to come now. <laughs> I do, I do. But you may be in luck, Maddie. Um, so because he's coming from the North Pole, we've got restrictions and everything, so he's going to have to quarantine for two weeks. Yes, Molly. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you... like. It's, it's a great concern, but for all the parents out there, I need to tell you right now, Anastasia Palaszczuk said that there'll be no quarantining for Santa Claus and no quarantining for Elf on the Shelf. She said it. Don't shake your head No, she me. didn't. She, yeah, she 100% did, because, did last um, year. She came out and she said there'll be no quarantine. So thank you, oh. Molly, for trying mm. to have Maddie's back. But uh... Well, my two kids don't watch the news. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Molly, to be <laughs> fair, I would, I'm going to need something in writing from <laughs> Anastasia. You know she because... doesn't answer our calls. That is not fair. Because Molly, I... I had a glass box for my elf last year. He sat in there waiting for us all. Mm. Yeah, I just don't want to get to a point where the cops turn up and then I would have to then quarantine because I've been exposed to someone from overseas. Do you know what? I'm going to contact the Honourable (laughs) Governor. No, but the um, them now. and the North Pole is uh, one of the only continents that doesn't have COVID. <gasps> yeah, but but mm. but do we have a bubble with them? We don't have a bubble. I don't, I don't think oh, you heard. Right. They don't. They don't, they don't have, it. have it. Yeah, and but th- you're right. Elf and shelf shouldn't go home then. Yeah. Well, Molly, thank you very much. You've brought up a great concern <laughs> no there for us all. I don't want to end up in prison, guys. Don't you don't want to be the You're guy in the front of the us, courier mate. mail? Everyone wants <laughs> the uh, invite all right. now. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. It's going to change the conversation about parenting in this country. New parental guidance. Yeah, it was on last night on Channel 9, and uh, I actually was really affected by the show. Yeah. Because I didn't think I would change my parenting views. I was like, yeah, I'm doing it all right. No, there's things that I already know that I need, I guess, help in. Mm. And it's such an honour to have kids and you want to be doing the right thing. Mm. But often you're tired, you're stressed. Um, they push you as well. And you can see all these different families. And it is like married at first sight. They all sort of judge how they think they're going. But they're trying to do it in a nice way. So, so do they, they show their parenting styles? Yeah, mm. so they're very different. You've got attachment parenting, uh, you've got helicopter parenting um, and nature parenting. Mm-hmm. And then you French. had... Yeah, French. And mm. the French was like the treating them like an adult. Mm. And uh, the strict parents as well. So they would give them different challenges and then they would all the rest of the group would watch how they did in that challenge and then they would sort of vote on what parenting style they want to see more of. Mm. I was a bit surprised with the nature parenting. I was like, oh, they live in a tent. This is not going to go well. Mm. But there was a lot of love. There was a lot of love. Yeah, not a lot of work and going on by the sounds of it, though. Well, We've got love, but no future. Well, well, I don't know. It was really... Because then the expert comes in and they were sort of like, our kids are going to learn to read and write when they're ready. And, and everyone, everyone was went, like, oh, how dumb, oh my God, we're teachers, that doesn't sit with us. And then the expert came out and said, well, in Scandinavian countries, that will be the case. They mm. won't le- learn to read or write until they're six or seven or eight. Okay. And they have better skills than Australians do by the age of 10, 11, 12. Yeah, okay. Mm. So who's right or wrong? That's what it's all working. But the big thing was the smacking. And I will say that I don't like smacking in my household. Mm-hmm. I will be honest and say I have before. Mm-hmm. And it's more out of frustration rather than punishment. Yeah. Which is why I don't like it. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I haven't controlled myself. Right. And they were talking about the strict parents. And they were saying that it is a tool that we use. And all the other parents were mortified. We do use smacking as a, a form of discipline. It's one of the tools in the toolbox. Smack quickly communicates that is not okay. There are boundaries, there are consequences. You can't just do whatever you want. 
They were the strict parents. Uh, everyone was honest and said they have smacked before, but they don't ever use it. It was mm. just them. And they were saying that they used the wooden spoon. But here's what really affected me is because they all did a challenge where the adults acted as the kids mm. and the kids were the parents. And in that role-playing, you saw how the kids view the parents. Mm. And they were saying, you, if you want your kids to be a certain way, then you've got to act it. And they were like, it's just a tool... We don't always use sm- smacking, but in the reenactment, the kids went straight for the wooden spoon <clears throat> and was smacking them, was clipping them over the head mm. um, for them doing anything wrong. All right, guys, just to make sure you understand, there are some form of discipline. All right, go to your room. Oh, oh, Dad. Go, oi, go to That's your room. Abuse. I don't like being smacked. Please stop smacking me. I don't like it. <laughs> I thought it was interesting with that bit, with the way the parents acted like the kids. They were all whiny brats. And mm. is that how they view them? Well, I know? guess. Yeah. That's how they sort of view. Mm. That's how I but view my was... kids. <laughs> but it was, I always found it so confronting, though, because mm. I was like, it was the, interesting. the attachment parenting that everyone was a bit like, oh, my God, here we go. Oh, they just got big feelings. Good for them. <laughs> Their kids were hugging them when they were distraught and saying everything's going to be okay, mm. which you would hope is what kids would do. Mm. But you're like, well, of course, how are the other parent, kids going to do it if they've never seen, seen it? it? And for me, it did affect. And then the expert did say, and look, whatever you I'm not, I'm not judging because I was saying that I've done it wrong. But what really bothered me is they've done research and said that smacking is not effective. You're mm. not teaching kids self-control. Yeah. You're more likely to have naughty kids. And the whole argument is, well, I was smacked and I'm fine, which is what a lot of people were saying. Mm. So when they, they said the other parents who don't smack, yeah. when their kids, are you saying when their kids are naughty, they cuddle them and say... The attachment parenting was like, we need to stop that. I understand how your feelings are. You're feeling anger now. So they would remove them from the situation. Mm. They would all have different tools. They wouldn't just let the kids run wild, okay, but right. they would all use different tools of how they would deal with it. The irony is every one of the parents is messing their kids up in some form or another. Oh, exactly. Well, <laughs> you're always yeah, going to be out of Somehow. Why yeah. do you say that, right? Yeah. Because I got our kids to rate us. Oh, God. What? What, you and Scotty? No, your kids to rate you as well. Oh, God. <laughs> so what feedback do you think they would give you guys? Oh, oh no, I'm going to play it for you next. I actually oh, got okay. it. Oh, okay. Right, 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 right. Right. I thought you were going to hit us with it. I don't know what my kids would say. Do you, know, do you think you know what your kids would say? Uh, the, the feedback they gave me was sort of surprising. Okay. Uh. All right. Well, we'll find out uh, next <laughs> just how much we have broken them. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Change the conversation about parenting in this country. New parental guidance. Yeah, it was on Channel 9 last night, and it's interesting seeing everyone do different parenting types, Mm -hmm. I guess. And when you really think about it, I think we all sort of do a combination of everything. Strict one day and saying you're never having the iPads to, oh, my God, please just have them Living in a tent next. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But I thought, imagine what our kids would think of us. So I decided to ask them what they would rate us out of 10. So I asked Finney. Uh He gave me an interesting point. 9 out of 10. That's pretty confident. I didn't think you'd give me that high. You're happy with everything I'm doing, even though you complained a lot? Well, there's one thing. It's um, comparing yourself to other mums. So if I didn't compare myself to other mums, I'd be 10 out of 10? 9.5. 9.5. Do I yell too much? Yes. But I didn't leave You it. lose your temper. That's when you can't get better on. I do you lose my temper. You just rage. You just rage. rage. <laughs> you sound the nervous answering that. Do I yell too much? Yes. 
<laughs> no, well, I say to them, boys, well, what do I do when I ask you to do something for the 10th time? Mm. And they're like, can you stand there and breathe for a while? I was like, and then you'll get it done. So last night I tried it. I went, I'm breathing, boys. <laughs> I've asked you to brush your teeth. And Jack goes, all right, onto it. That's an interesting one, though, comparing yourself to other mums. Oh, mm. man, I'm bad. Like, I'll and go, not just parents. He did say mums there. So mm. I'll go, what he's saying is I'll go, are you in the PS4? Who else is on there with you? And if they say a kid that I go, oh, they've got great parents. Like, that's right. You keep going. Mm. So I tell him to get off if no one else. So you shouldn't do that. Because well, what, what you do... You're shaping your children. It doesn't matter what other people do and what they think. Uh, but it's hard not to. You feel guilt, though. Mm. You know, like, I feel no, like I should be out and about or doing something else. Yeah, but you don't know. Like, you're only seeing one tiny version of that person parenting. Yeah. You don't know what they're doing behind That's closed doors. That's what it is. I reckon parenting is, like, the ultimate uh, compare, Yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Jagger had some feedback. Ten out of nine. <laughs> Jagger. Okay, restart that. <laughs> and what did I lose a point for? We're talking to um, mums and dads because we don't like waiting. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair enough. I want to get back home sometimes. Okay, no, that's Mm. so. You've never told me that. He's my most patient boy. He's never complained. (laughs) Wrap it up, mum. Apparently, he stands there. He's like, sometimes I just need to go to the toilet at home. All right, first up, Xander. Uh This is how you went. Um, nine. Nine. Um, he, um, Gets us stuff that we really want, and I love his hugs. I like how I go to the bakery. And what does he lose a point for? Because you oh, did he lost a point for. He's always like, no, just never says yes. He never says yes. Me too. Mm. Are you getting teary? Oh, that does make me feel oh. very nice. Oh, yes, they, it they, does. They both. Oh, <laughs> Manny. <laughs> I mean, no, the bakery thing's interesting because, <laughs> no, we go to the bakery every Wednesday and that was my dad's favourite bakery that no. he would always go to. So right. that's, he remembers Passing that. Well, you have spent quality time with them and you've built up a tradition that they love because yeah. this is what Eden said. What type of daddy do you think daddy is? He takes me to McDonald's for swimming lessons. Mm-hmm. Is there anything bad he does? No. Do you love his hugs and kisses? Not if kisses, but hugs. <laughs> okay. Mm. He doesn't like, she doesn't like the moustache. Doesn't like the beard. Doesn't no. like the beard. She, at bedtime, will only let me kiss her on the bottom of her foot. That's <laughs> yes. the only place I'm allowed to kiss her. Uh, oh. So you've got a bit of competition in your household. Right. Um, I don't know if you're aware of it, mm. um, but this was Rory's feedback for you. Okay. 9.9 out of 10. And what did he lose the point one for? He lost it because he doesn't like mum and I. Treat the dog like a dog. He says he's a dog, and we know that he's a dog, so we treat him like a dog. And he treats him like a four-year-old boy. Gusty makes a lot of mistakes, so do four-year-olds. And he yells at them, just like four-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's a bit of competition and a bit of jealousy happening between your second-born and your first-born. Right. Yeah, so yes. stop treating him like a dog. No, like, it's, it's, I, they want to treat him like they want to dress him up and stuff, and I have to keep on saying he's a dog. Mm, but <laughs> then you, you treat him like him. a four-year-old because mm. mm. he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we should all be really proud of ourselves. Yeah, well done, everybody. Oh, there's a lot more I cut out. Okay, okay, oh, okay right. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. <laughs> Ooh, 
drama this year. If you've been watching The Block, you'll know all about it, the cheating scandal. And if you're not watching The Block, you'll do what everyone else does, which just uh, is tune in on Sunday to see the auctions and go, oh, imagine winning that much money. Wait to see if Husey pops up and buys himself another, yeah. another block apartment. Apparently the uh, contestants still do call him and give him the heads up if he's interested in mm. buying a family home. And this one's a cul-de-sac, and it's different because uh, there was no plan for it. You could build whatever style you wanted. Oh, this year, and they're all right. different squared meters, so it'll be interesting. But I've been hearing about this scandal, right, of the cheating scandal, and that is because one of the contestants got sent a photo of the schedule saying about which room is going to go next and all the details, which would give you the heads up. Because usually they get told the week before, so they only get a couple of days to get all their trades and materials and stuff organised. So yes. it's fair for everybody. So if you could imagine knowing ahead of time, um, you know, what room is going to be next, it's going to be, it's clear advantage. And they haven't said how they got the photo. They revealed it like this. I received a message, a text message from a tradie in the first week of the block saying, hi, Tanya, I got your number. I thought that this information would be of benefit to you in the weeks ahead with the photo of the, of the schedule. Now, Tanya hasn't revealed who sent the photo. Everyone knows, well, how did they get your number? For just, it? just show us the text with the number on it. Yeah, Why but is she hiding that? She's kind of lying throughout the whole season. And she showed Josh and Luke. And now Josh and Luke are going to do this tell-all of how they got the photo. Someone's taken a photo, shared it around. It's huge, mate. You take the photo? As someone said I took the photo. Did you take the photo? No, I do not know who took the photograph. The big block cheat. Who did it? Who did it? Is revealed. So sure. she's saying just a random tradie who was yep. on site just decided to pick her as the one person who they would help. Send the photo and now no one knows who that tradie is. Here's the thing. I got the opportunity and I'm... Don't know if I'll be in trouble for this, but I got the opportunity to go to the block and do a bit of tour of the block. And it just dawned on me, I saw that that board. Like, I know where that board was, the schedule. So there are all the houses in the cul-de-sac, but at the front there is a house and it's on a corner block. And that house is the production studio. That's where they can go in and plan. And there's no contestants allowed. Has this little sign, no contestants. But it's where the McCafe is. So you'll always see that in the footage where they go up and get a coffee in early morning. So they have access to the outside courtyard. They're just not allowed to go inside the house. Mm. But there's only that sign. And when I was doing a tour of the block, I needed to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and they were like, oh, yeah, you can just go into the bathroom, no problems. So you go into the bathroom and it's like an open one. And then when you go to wash your hands, it's the schedules there. So I'm washing In my, the toilet? Well, in the bathroom area just to the side. It's, it's just another room. Right. So they all go in there and they have their planning meetings or the crew. So I honestly feel that when no one else was around, one of those contestants went into the part that says no contestants allowed and has just taken the photo themselves. Now, devil's advocate, you said small sign. Would they no, have been able... huge sign. Okay. Huge sign. Okay, so they like couldn't I, miss the sign. No, so I, I haven't even thought about it. And we had our uh, parente, our online guru, and yep. our producer with us. And I said, do you remember the schedule? And they were like, do you remember it now? Yeah, now I remember it. It's massive. And it's just, there was, do you know what Nat remembered? That there was snacks under it. All right, so they, that's where people go snacking. So you're saying that this contestant has gone in? I believe that they've gone in. And taken their own photo of it. Yes, but they're like, well, wait a minute. How do we do the storyline about that? 
and you weren't supposed to be in there because it said no contestants or whether one of the producers didn't shut one of the doors and allowed them to go to the toilet. Or how about this? Okay. How about they wanted to create the cheating scandal storyline, so one, one the producer... producers let them in. They let them in, just saying, hey, yeah, you're right, don't tell anyone, just quickly go in and use the toilet, knowing that they would see it, hoping that they would take the photo. Yep, that's good. Just a thought. But that's good intel. It'll be interesting to see if you know where that schedule is, what story they create on the show to see if it matches that. It wasn't hidden away as much as you would think it would should be. Uh, and that's what I always think. You know when you see a document and it says confidential oh on it? Oh, my God. Like, it's as like, if like I'm I wasn't going to look, it. but now. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Lincoln Lewis. Lincoln Lewis. Oh, we love this man. He's one of the stars of the new movie, The Possessed, which is in cinemas right now. Had the premiere on Saturday night. Lincoln Lewis, hello. Hello, hello. How you going, mate? Oh, good. Were there really snakes at the premiere? (laughs) You know what's funny is I went out to get my brother, my mum, and I come back in and my girlfriend's sitting there going, babe, I just held a massive, like, snake. There's a python over there. I was like... Okay, so that's that's news to me. Yeah, they they had a snake there. I I've never seen that before. What, what, why the the snake is well, there? It's snakes? Halloween. It's scary. Have, oh, yeah, you know okay, what? It right. could be a Halloween thing. It could be. It's one of those things I just didn't even want to question. I was like, all right, there's a snake. I'm just going to make peace with the fact there's a big snake. Out it was. There, it's, so. it's John Jarrett's. It was his plus one. Yeah. <laughs> Wolf Creek. John Jarrett is so scary because Stab did something really cruel once. They made people watch Wolf Creek. Yes. And then after he appeared we had in the, the house. Yeah, we had the lights. They were halfway through the movie. We had the lights cut out, and when the lights came back on, he was standing there in full Wolf Creek gear. Oh no! Yeah, he had a few heart I, attacks. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I can. He, he's um. You know what? He's the sweetest bloke off set, and then as soon as when he gets on, he can just turn it straight on. And when we're in pre-production, we're um. We're having a lot of chats, him and I, because we play uncle and nephew, and, and so we we're just going through a lot of different things. And then anyway, I, I talked to him about Wolf Creek, I think, on our second conversation. I just had so many questions about it. And anyway, the next time he calls me up, he call and, and I answer it, he puts on the Mick Taylor voice. <laughs> and it just, it just I think I lost about three kilos in, in two seconds. And um, <laughs> But then when we were on set, some of the other cast asked about it, and, and I said, John, do the laugh, the Mick Taylor laugh. He goes, oh, hang on a minute, I just got to, and he just sort of, Gets into it for like takes him like two seconds to get into it, and then he did that. You know that laugh he does in the movie, that real like mm. guttural laugh, and he sticks his chin into it towards his neck and say. However, he does it is brilliant, and he did that, and it gave all of us chills. He's um, he's brilliant. I have to say, Lincoln, as well. Like I, you know that um, love you to bits, and I have been watching you online. I haven't met your girlfriend in person, but she is lovely, and we always tell this story that we're so thankful you've met someone now. Because do you remember being at a function and we were talking to you, and there was a group of girls around you, and all of a sudden my husband stood in front of the group of girls that were clearly trying to pick you up, and just completely <laughs> blocked you. <laughs> I um look, I I, I don't. I don't actually remember this, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say thank you. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> I, I I don't remember this at all. It was um, when we we're up at the island, and I was like, "Why would you do that?" And we had this big fight, and you're like, "No, that's all right." And you ended up having a drink with him, and I was like, "There are all these girls that clearly want Lincoln." No, no, <laughs> no, no. I, I I just prefer to have a good yarn anyway. No, I'm very happy. Um, yeah, we're we're very happy at the moment. Like, um, just just yeah, really enjoying life, and I'm, I'm you know stoked. I. There's a lot of years there where I sort of wasn't working and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm happy to be working. I'm happy to, to have someone special. And, 
yeah, we're going on a lot of adventures, just enjoying uh, life at the moment. So, yeah, thanks, Adam. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy at the moment, which is good. Um, I see that you dropped 12 kilos for a, um, a, a shoot in 2019 for Men's Health, and I'm looking at the yep. side-by-side picture. Did you put that weight on just to do that shoot to lose it? Because you're never no. fat. <laughs> you're always, you're always no. fit. I'm like, he's, he's just gotten fat to lose the weight. No, the let me tell you. No, honestly, physically, I was in, I was in really bad shape at the time. Like mentally, I was, I was worse than how I was feeling physically. But mm. um, it was the worst shape I'd, I'd ever been in, in, in my life. And that's, you know, it's, it's all a trickle down effect. as sort of that important reminder for everyone to make sure that their mental state is always you know kept in check because you know that like that's that's the first thing and everything else is is kind of what you notice after that but um no man i was um i I, I was that weight and um it was a crazy sort of time that that actually sort of happened because yeah a lot of different sort of personal things and and work things all just were happening at that same time and and it just by by random chance I, i i became mates with the men's health editor and um and that's that's how that sort of came along and and is it annoying though that it was such hard work to lose twelve kilos when all you needed to do was get John Jarrett to call you four times? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think's uh, you know what I think's more annoying. After all that hard work, I took some time off uh, after Dancing with the Stars a couple of months ago, and um, just just to let the body have a bit of a rest. And I got very addicted to Nutella, and I think I put twice that weight on, but just yeah. just Nutella absolutely getting so. So you know what I think. I think a, another phone call to John Jarrett might be just the trick, dude. <laughs> hey, what about this uh, rumor that we were like? I honestly really think you can play it, and it would be such an honor. Um, Steve Irwin. Uh, there's rumors that there's going to be a, a film made about him. Have you got a call up for audition, audition yet? I haven't got the call up yet, but I, I found out about that rumor when it was making news, and Mum called me up and she's like, "Link, there's something about Steve Irwin and, and you maybe playing." And I was like, "Sorry." Honestly, I I will I will shout it from any bloody rooftop I can that I that would be one of the greatest honors that I could possibly ever have in my life is he, he's a, he's a hero of mine and I'm sure there's millions and millions of people in Australia worldwide who could say the same thing. Mm. If there is any chance of it, I would absolutely be honored to um to, yeah even audition to play Steve and let alone actually get the chance. I actually went as him for my grade eleven formal. We had a masquerade <laughs> for our grade eleven formal. Yeah, and um. And I went to Steve Irwin. I was like, he's just, he's the man. So let's look, hear your impression. Um, let's hear what, how you would just speak no, as him. No, 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 you know <laughs> no, I can't do it. I'll say, I'll save it for, for save it for the audition. Uh, I'm trying not to but I, but I tell you what, if hmm. there ever happens to be a project, and if it goes to green light, and if somehow the stars align, and and I get the honour of of doing that. I'll, I'll, I'll do an impression for you guys then, but only then if it actually gets in the works, because then I, I won't um jinx anything and stuff anything up. Hey, buddy, um, we think you'd be great at that. You are fantastic in this movie as well, The Possessed, in cinemas um, right now. Great to talk to you, Lincoln. Always great to talk to you guys. Thanks for your time, and, yeah, hopefully we get to catch up again really soon. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. For all your industrial supplies, go to Alma. Just on the M1 at the Yatla South Exit. Ah, oh, g'day. It's Trady Chat Tuesday. Well, he's got a clicky jaw and he's good with a saw. He's great with a drill and his wife's worth 45 mil. It's time to head to Abby's house and Scotty Too Hotty for Trady Chat Tuesday. Yeah, nice one, Stabby. <clears throat> Thank you, sir. If she was 45 mil, we wouldn't have to work. That's what it says on um, yeah, networth.com. I think it's four or five. No, it was 45. Was it 45? Yeah. No, it was it? Get out there. See, I, no, I think it was I four, think it was or, five. four or five. I heard mil. 45. 
Okay, well, sorry guys, mm. I haven't checked my bank <laughs> no, balance. Yeah, you know that secret uh, account I've got, that MBA mystery bank yeah. account. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe you have got it in there, baby. Yeah, maybe Just I keep have it a secret from me, aren't you? Yeah. That's why they call it MBA. Yes. <laughs> Yes. yes. When we were talking about that, someone thought that we were like talking about going to university and studying. But instead, we're like, no, 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 we're fighting over mystery bank accounts. <laughs> I bought a master's of business. <laughs> MBA, are you guys doing it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Scotty, every Tuesday you come on the air, mate, um, with the greatest topic of the week. What do you got for us? All right, all right. What have we got today? Um, look, just um, clearing out a house down the road that, um, just, anyway, would um, I come across some. Some sort of um, mm. gentleman sort of magazines as I was cleaning out. Scotty so, came to me so excited and said, I found collector's items. Mm. And I said, what do you mean? And he yes. said, it's an old man's house, so what do you think he had? And I was like, oh, my God, war medals? We'll have to make sure they give them back. And he goes, no, 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 collector's item. I said, yes, they are. <laughs> I went through old coins. Mm. Like, what sort of things were mm. there? And he said, no, adult magazines. <laughs> but oh, in mate. specific... Yes. Playboy. Oh, wow. They could be worth something, Scotty. I don't think so. You reckon? What? Vintage? Yeah, well, I haven't even looked. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, you have looked at them. But the thing is, what I think makes them so special is if they're as old as I think they are, Scotty, there's not much to be seen, really, because things are being covered, I'm sure, from the right. fashion no, of the time. Well, I did have a, yes, that's true, man. I did have a quick flick through. It's more <laughs> writing than anything, but um, yes. Yeah. Good yeah. articles, though. That's why I always Good go article. for the articles. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. actually did have a lot of articles in it. Mm, it was a, quite a um, renowned journalistic magazine, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, that's what it was all about. It wasn't about anything else, but, um, you know. I've got to be honest. Yeah. I was more so, fascinated than... I don't know than... what other people have found in, you know. Mm. Nat was telling me about something that's, that one of her plumber friends found, which was... Uh, Bit out there, but we won't probably talk about that one. But, uh, Nat, our producer, producer, she's covering her face. Was that, was that an off-air that off only? Conversation, yeah, that's definitely an off-air chat, Scotty. Can we? Yeah, is that's it... right. So we won't. We won't. No, no, we won't bring that one up. No, we can't bring <laughs> it up. Bring it up. Well, yeah, the, no, the, the PG version is there was there was cameras and things in this room that the plumbers shouldn't have seen. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That would happen a lot for tradies, wouldn't it, Scotty? You'd be in. Oh well, yeah. Oh. Yep. 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 Um, yeah, it does happen a bit. I was more fascinated by these so. magazines than Scotty, though, mm. because it was interesting actually seeing women in the 70s mm. or earlier. It's all natural. Yeah. Like, everything's yeah, natural. It's kind of nice. Yeah. It was actually yeah. kind of nice. Because I'm trying to work out when people first When did got... you look at, look at these um, magazines, honey? I was trying to work out their value as well, Scotty. No, I was just fascinated oh, yeah. by it because you look at it, women, and it's before they had, like, implants. Mm. It's also a fascinating time capsule. Yes. And the people that they interview and stuff. There wasn't as much makeup. There was yeah. no waxing. It was just, it was... It was it cigarettes. Seemed, yeah. Um, <laughs> printed all over them. Yeah, cigarette adver- advertisements. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because you could be. advertise back in the day. But yeah. Scotty doesn't want to sell them yet. He wants to save them so that he can sell them for a higher price. Uh, your kid's college fund. <laughs> yeah, hand, <laughs> hand, them down, hand, them down, hand them down to the boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, that's the weird thing. Is <laughs> they only get, only get true value once your boys have kids. So you've got to save them, give them to your kids, <laughs> and then they've got to give them to their kids. <laughs> Grandfather saved us these. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, yeah. grandson. This what is the internet back in the day. Oh, they were. They weren't mine. They weren't mine. <laughs> yeah, they never, they're always your flatmates when yeah. you're in the toilet, aren't they? Nah, not mine. Hey, good on you, Scotty. Um, good right. luck with your Enjoy, quest guys. to get rich off the mate. Yeah, thank you very much. 
Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. Today we were talking about Elf on the Shelf and how Matt was really committed to mm. Christmas, which he is. Mm. Um, he's going to send the invite to Elf on the Shelf to join his household now. So he's going to do that. Uh, but I've got into quite the debate about Elf on the Shelf and quarantine with mm. people mm-hmm. in the DMs. Oh, what are they saying? Well, there's not even much saying. I've got a lot of, like, yeah, a lot of photos as well um, of them in quarantine. Ah. Um, where they have found themselves, which does look like a Coke bottle, doesn't it? Mm. Where Elf in the Shelf is quarantined. Yeah. In a little yeah. bubble. A little bubble. Um, and I've got a lot of those photos. So. It, it, rules is rules, man. But it's not, though, Manny. This is the debate, though. There is no quarantine for Elf on the Shelf or Santa. Mm. There's no. None. No. You, no, you, you uh, can't do special no, treatment. No. You, we've, heard, we've heard the authorities say that time and time again. Mm-mm. No special treatment for people. It's the same. Anastasia Palaszczuk came back from Tokyo. She went to a hotel for two weeks. Yes, but it's changed. We're now. We're now. We've all got the vaccine. It's changed. I actually, I'm going to need. I'm going to need out from the shelf's vax certificate. I think Qantas will allow it. Yeah, Qantas has opened it up to Sydney. They, if they want, they can go to Sydney and then they can come up here. <laughs> <sighs> thanks, but no thanks. Imagine a plane full of elf on the shelf. Just with their little plane. <laughs> Tragedy as the plane crashed. <laughs> <laughs> what would they eat? Little mini nuts. Hey, Channel 10, you legends, mm. have sent in a wonderful little spread to celebrate Melbourne Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sliders are on it. Oh, it's chocolate. Very good. Mm. Yeah. You made me ruin my fasting till midday. Oh. It's on you. Thanks. But no thanks. Melbourne Cup, the race that stops a nation and the event that strikes fear into Maddie and I's heart because we will be at Gambaro hosting their function and Abby will be making us judge the fashions on the field, which I have never picked a winner that she has agreed with. To be fair, you guys don't do much on the day. That's all you do. He's just pointing at two people. That's not true. We stand behind a strong woman who leads us around that room and we go, go get him, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Under our breath, though, you normally don't hear it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> go get him, girl. Go get him, girl. Go get him so we don't have to. Go get him. You guys can do you're, you're you're fabulous to host something oh, with because you're no. I'm in all honesty. I'm not sucking up. I'm just saying you like to take charge, and I'm totally fine with that. Oh, you just tell me where to well, stand. Once again, we'll have three highlighters, and I will highlight your parts. <laughs> so it's going to be a fun day. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.